Welcome to Recess Now, 5-Minute Bid. I'm Ralph Seymour. Today's 5 of 5 of the paramedic series, and today we're going to talk a little bit about trauma. Trauma has had a little bit of a paradigm shift, in my opinion, and I wanted to bring my thoughts to the table of how a trauma patient should be looked at in the field. You know, traditionally it's always been taught ABCs, right? A, B, C, D, E has always been the way we've been trained. But dare I say changing that up a little bit in the setting of trauma, especially hemorrhage, is probably the right thing to do. And I think the military brought this to the forefront. C, A, B, C is the new paradigm uh, that's being looked at very closely. And I think that it's probably the right thing to do. It's it's the way I'm looking at trauma now. Now, you adhere to your protocols. You do what you're supposed to do. And nothing from this podcast will ever change that. But, you know, it's a, it, it's a um, supplement to the things that you've learned. And, and, and when you're talking about trauma... I think it's important to tr- to talk about hemorrhage. Hemorrhage is what kills people. Hemorrhage is what we need to be looking at when we're talking about trauma. And this is going to go in a couple of different directions, so bear with me. The first thing I want you to concentrate on when when approaching a trauma patient is understanding the importance of bleeding and hemorrhage control is number one. Now, this could be peripheral, the arms, the legs, something that you can see, penetrating trauma. Stopping the bleeding with direct pressure is the number one thing and tourniquets are also something that you guys bring to the table. That's going to be something that can change the outcome, stopping the bleeding. Dare I say that's more important than airway? I think in in some situations it is. CABC is something that I want to bring to the table right now if you've never heard that before, and you probably have. Now, this goes a little bit deeper because patients can be bleeding in. So what are we going to do about that? Pelvic binding can stop the bleeding. When a patient has a pelvic fracture, an unstable pelvis, and you're trained, in your secondary assessment, to look for signs of an unstable pelvis. Binding that pelvis can stop the bleeding. C-A-B-C. Airway is important. Life-threatening, catastrophic bleeding. Dare I say it's more important? The second thing I want to bring, bring up in the setting of trauma is the importance of permissive hypotension. Once you've stopped the bleeding or the patient's own blood coagulation cascade has stopped the bleeding, is it really a good idea to be slamming these patients with crystalloid? I really don't think it is. I think that, you know, your protocols are going to be giving you a lot of raw numbers and I don't think it's about raw numbers. I really don't. I don't think anybody can tell you that a number, a systolic blood pressure, or a MAP, a mean arterial pressure, uh, going by that is going to be a good benchmark. I think it's going to be more important for you to use your clinical judgment, mental status, 
perfusion, radial pulses. That is going to be the key in identifying when enough is enough. When you've given enough crystalloid. Because if you give too much, you can blow the clot off and then the patient can start bleeding again and you're hemodiluting. It's important to use your clinical judgment. You guys are in the field. You are, you are there. You are taking care of these patients. You're stabilizing them. Use your minds. Take care of these people. Things to remember when taking care of patients that we've gone over in this five-part series, really taking intubation seriously and using the step-by-step approach in being uh, successful. The second thing is recognition of the esophageal intubation and not putting the tube in unless you see the relevant anatomy, the things that you've been trained to do. Identifying the stroke patient and getting that last well time to change that outcome. Finding out which patients you think are having an aortic catastrophe and letting somebody know that this is your clinical suspicion. And finally, changing the paradigm when looking at a trauma patient and watching over-resuscitation and stopping that bleeding. The paradigm shift of CABC may have some credibility. I'm Ralph Seymour, and this is Rhesus Now.